Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Time to uh, turn attention to harness racing and uh, as always, all the latest news and uh, big harness racing uh, meetings to look at. A very good morning once again to Chris Barsby. Andrew, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Yes, thanks for joining us for another edition of Mobile Rolling. We've got plenty of harness racing action to cover. We go harness racing tonight at Recliffe, a nine-race program there. More on that meeting in just a moment. We've got a big Group 1 race taking place at Albion Park on Saturday night, the last of our Group 1 features for quite some time. It's the $100,000 Albion Park Gold Final. So this is for graduates of the Albion Park uh, yielding sale, the APG yielding sale stage last year. So all of these finalists on Saturday night, graduates of that sale, they went through the heats last Friday. We saw Cat King Cole win her heat. I Am Sparta was able to win his heat. His time was significantly quicker than Cat King Cole. So that final takes place on Saturday night. Part of a really good 10-race uh, program. Uh, several features there, including race number one. That's the open over the mile. Colt 31 on the backup, and he goes up against last week runaway winner in crunch time so we'll focus on that meeting a little bit later in the week but joining us first up this morning to talk about all things harness racing he's uh, here there and everywhere at the moment is brendan barnes and he joins us online now brendan appreciate the time no worries chris how you going i'm really well you're driving in that group one race on saturday night you're going to be aboard one of the long shots but uh, you haven't been helped with a bad draw here the outside of the second row classically smooth you caused an upset during the recent Tab Constellations with Gerardas Delight, winning from the same draw over the same distance. Can lightning strike twice? Oh, yeah, we wouldn't knock it back if it was to happen again. <laughs> is he good enough to win, or is it a foregone conclusion that the Phillies just too good? Yeah, I, I was actually uh, quite happy with his run in the heat last week. Yeah, he, uh, he just wanted to sort of get on a rain pretty bad from about the 800 and sort of was more worried about going sideways rather than forward. So I think they're going to look at making a couple of gear changes to him and, and obviously sort of Kat King Cole and I Am Sparta have drawn a lot better, so they're going to take a lot of beating for sure. Just on, on Classically Smooth, your drive though, how much more improvement do you think there is to come? The extra week up here, you know, being familiarised with his surroundings, is that going to be beneficial to his chances this weekend? Yeah, I think so for sure and... Um, you know, if he can get sort of not too bad of a trip into it and, and sort of be sort of near enough within the 400, I think he sort of he showed enough speed the other day sort of while doing a little bit wrong. So I think he'll, he'll hopefully improve from that. OK, well, that's Saturday night. Let's focus on tonight at Redcliffe. As I said, a nine-race program. Action gets underway at 5.24, and you've got a number of key drives at this meeting tonight. We start with race one, the Art of Infusion. He's third up tonight. He's dropping significantly in grade. What are the expectations with the Art of Infusion? Yeah, last week I was probably a little bit disappointed originally with his race. I, I sort of I thought he'd probably sit outside him and go pretty close to win. He probably just knocked up a little bit. So I'd, I'd probably expect him to go a little bit closer uh, tonight than last week. <clears throat> Excuse me. He's got very good gate speed, this horse. So is there a chance that he could ping across and leave this field early? Yeah, there's probably a couple inside him that, that I reckon probably get out on par with him, but we'll, we'll definitely poke forward and, and sort of look to drive him pretty positive, I think. OK, well, that's the art of infusion in race one. We go across to race two. You're driving Bondi Shake. You were with this guy last week when he was able to score. Again, this, look, this looks a really winnable race for him tonight, given his current form lines. 
Yeah, I think so. The old man's going going really well, and, and I think we could see yeah repeat of last week. Is it a case of with Bondi Shake that he's got a couple of wins against his name, confidence is high, and he's a different horse compared to what he was say about six or seven runs ago? He actually, they've had a fair bit of trouble. He had a really bad foot absence that just blew half his foot off. So they've sort of been battling that for probably probably a good six months or so, and and sort of that's fully all sort of on the men now, and he's just, a, yeah, a, a happy horse. Okay. Can he lead here from gate two? Yeah, that'll be the plan. Obviously, the one inside him's got a little bit of speed, but, yeah, we'll look to sort of have a look at it early and see if we can bully our way to the front. Okay, and you're happy at the 1780? Is that his pet trip? Yeah, I think so. He, he seems to race better on the speed over over the shorter trip. I think he's, sort of, he's not too bad over the longer trip if you look to drive him for one run, but, yeah, definitely on the speed he's better over the short. Okay. Race number three tonight, you're down to drive life in heaven for Doug Lee. This is a mare that's absolutely flying. She really runs a bad race. She's been a runner-up at a pass too. Barrier four, is that a little tricky though? Yeah, it is awkward, but as you said, she's flying and I'm not really sure what Doug will have in mind with her, but if she's sort of within two or three lengths turning for home, I think she's just dying to win a race. Well, you drove her last week. Were you happy with the way she finished off? She was deep off the track late. Yeah, I was. I was really happy. Yeah, she was. She was very wide and quite a long way back, so it didn't really get the greatest track into the race, and she really motored home. It does look open this race. There's a number of runners in this field that have good recent form lines, good credentials. Rainbow Jet lands the inside gate. Altana Blues a last start winner. Fleeting Field Goods going for four in a row. Uh, the Midnight Ramblers in really good form. Let's Blaze in really good form. So this is a race with a bit of depth. Yeah, it is for sure, and I think uh, if we could sort of find a little spot in nice and handy and, and they run the race a little bit upside down, which it looks like they could, that'll definitely play into her hands. OK. We go across to race six tonight. Inza Night is your drive. This is a filly that's got ability, but we've got to take her on trust. Uh, when she won two starts ago, she looked really good. She was probably a little disappointing last time out. Which Inza Night is going to turn up tonight? Yeah, that's a good question. Actually, I'm not real sure, to be honest. There's a couple of her, and... And she uh, she lacks quite a bit of um, a bit of brain. She's yeah, she's not the full quid. But she's obviously got something there, though, Brennan, for the fact that you guys have persevered so long with her. So she's obviously showing you guys that she's got some sort of ability. Yeah, she does. She's got really good speed, but it's just a matter of sometimes she'll she'll sort of go out there and, and she'll sort of forget how to pace, or she'll forget which way she wants to steer. And and she yeah, she's just very green and, and taking a long time for the penny to drop. When you look at it, uh, over the last three starts, uh, three runs ago she ran ninth, beaten 108 metres, did a lot wrong out of the out of the draw. Then she won, she scored easily, won by a good margin there. And then last time out she was beaten over 30 metres. So it's a real hit and miss type uh, situation with Inzanite. Yeah, it is, and she's a pretty hot headed little thing. She sort of she goes out there and and she can carry on a little bit. So yeah, it just depends on how she wants to behave for the night, I suppose. Okay, has her work this week been okay at home? Yeah, we sort of. She uh, she's quite a fat little thing, so she always goes out there and, and she has a good blow after her work. But um, yeah, work's sort of as good as it as it has been since she's been with us. So yeah, hopefully she goes out there and remembers what she's got to do. All right. So out of your drives tonight, which one do you look forward to most? I think Bondi Shake will be my best tonight. OK, so race two, number two, Bondi Shake, a circle against his name. I've got to ask, from the trial session yesterday, Jack produced one yesterday at the trials at Albion Park, a former Kiwi, a son of Changeover, mind you. Changeover, of course, stands here in Queensland at Burwood Stud. Deus X is his name. 
He couldn't have been any more impressive, Brendan. He stopped the clock at 53-1, led all the way, took care of square dealer Governor Jujon, splits of 27-9, 29-6, 27-5, 28-2, and looked like he had a lot left in reserve. What sort of impression did he leave on you? Might have lost him there, Chris. I lost Chris. Not sure what's happened there. I'm here. Yep. I might have lost your guess there, Chris. Okay. So, yeah, I was keen to get the thoughts on uh, on this horse yesterday. He was very impressive, Deus Ex, yesterday. So, 53-1, won by a widening margin. It was uh, nine and a half metres, the winning margin, and... Uh, Look to have plenty in reserve. So he's a big, strong type, a son of changeover. He's a five-year-old, and his overall record reads quite OK. So this is a horse that we're going to be hearing a lot more about in time to come. He's had 36 career starts, seven wins, 16 minors earnings, uh, just shy of $70,000. So he looked really good yesterday afternoon, Deus Ex. That was his first local trial, so it'll be interesting to see what sort of plans they've got with him moving forward. But... Uh, he was ultra-sharp winning yesterday afternoon, day of six, so we'll keep an eye out on him. But, uh, Chris, uh, Brent... uh, it's OK. Brendan's uh, back with us. OK. So I was just talking about this horse from the trials yesterday, Brendan. Most impressive, 53-1. What sort of impression did he leave you? Yeah, he, he really impressed us yesterday. Obviously, we thought he was a pretty nice horse. I had to give a little bit of money for him to, to sort of get him over, but um, we weren't really sure where he's at, but he did that very comfortably yesterday. Okay, so there was something left in the in the tank at the end. I actually eased him right down with about a hundred to go. I think he quite a bit, uh, quite easily could have run sort of twenty seven and a half, twenty seven and a half home. Okay, so where do we go now with this guy? Does he need another trial? Is he obviously ready to go to the races? Is there any sort of targets long or ter uh, short term that you're looking at? Just he actually comes over really well graded. I think next Tuesday he can get back into a no band condition race, so that'll sort of be our look for him first up. Okay. Summer Carnival, uh, is that sort of too far away? We'll just let him have a few runs here before we sort of map out any sort of uh, big plans with him? Yeah, like we, we think he's going to be a nice horse, but we'll just let him sort of go through his grade there on a, on a sort of Saturday night and just sort of see where he takes us and, and sort of he'll tell us how far he's going to go. All right. Well, he was most impressive yesterday. No two ways about that. Brendan, really appreciate the time this morning. We'll see you in action tonight at Redcliffe. Thank you. Cheers. There's Brendan Barnes joining us. So uh, Bondi Shake, he's labelled as his best drive tonight at the meeting. Jonah Hutchison also has a number of runners stepping out, both as a trainer and as a driver, and he joins us online now. Jonah, appreciate the time. Thanks for having me on, Chris. Uh, blissful Day steps out for your stable. Your partner, Paige Bedman, will take the drive. He's a last start winner. He was able to flood home down the outside last Thursday. Get the spoils. Can he do the same again tonight? Yeah, um, I think he can. I think he'll be a bit closer to him tonight. Um, he might not have to do it as hard coming from behind, but um, he's, he's quite a nice horse, and every every um, track work he's been doing lately, he's just stepped up that little bit more, and I think he's gone a lot better this time in. Just looking at that field that he beat last week, comparing it to the field that he's opposed to tonight, is it any stronger, or is it about the same, you feel? It, it's very similar. Um he, he did draw four last week, and it, it looks like a worse draw this week. But I think with the speed on the front line, it actually comes up as a better draw for him this week, and hopefully we can push forward and be thereabouts. 
He's been a great horse for the stable since he's come up from down south, hasn't he? He's been a lovely horse. He tries his heart out. Like, even even if he's under pressure, he never stops trying. And that's what I love most about him. Yeah, and the other good thing about him, he's versatile. He's got good gate speed. And as he proved last week, he can follow a good tempo as well. So he's got uh, plenty of gears as far as uh, movement is concerned. Yeah, that's right. All right, well, that's Blissful Day, stepping out in race number two. Another runner for you in race three is Let's Blaze. He's got gate nine, but he's very close to a win. He was third last week. He sat 1-1. Many would say he had his chance, but it was a sprint home there. What did you make of that run last Thursday? Yeah, to be honest, I was a little bit disappointed with how he got home just off his previous runs. But um, Leonard pointed out to me that he did did hang quite a bit coming up the straight and on that last bend, so we just made a couple of little gear alterations, so hopefully we can sort that out tonight. Tell me if you agree with this. There was a period there, probably about five or six runs, he put together consecutive runs where he was absolutely flying. A lot of those runs were at Albion Park as well, and his sectionals were just super. Is he still at that same level, or is he just trained off just a smidgen? No, I think I think he is quite a nice horse. Like I, I had this horse when early on, and um, he went to another trainer. And when the opportunity come to get him back, I, I jumped straight on it and bought him because he's always shown that really good turn of foot and putting in a nice last half. And um, I think there's much more to see of him. He's he's young and he's still learning the race. I think that's all it is. This race tonight, it has really strong depth. There's a number of runners in really good form, so that should generate pressure. That's going to help you. Yeah, definitely. Um, like he, he's a he's a pretty good finisher. Like as you said, he's he put in a quite you know, um, quite a few number of runs. We got home in that twenty eight, twenty seven, and if he can produce that tonight, he should be there about. Yeah, so you just need that right horse to follow more or less over the uh, the last lap. Yeah, 100%. Okay, well, that's Let's Blaze in race number three. You've got a couple of uh, uh, pickup drives uh, in this uh, meeting tonight or at this meeting. Race four, number three, Wave Dancer. Barrier three, is that a little awkward for him? It is. He, he's first up from a little bit of a break. Um, he started racing out of form, so the trainer gave him a little bit of freshen up. But he, he always puts in, so as long as we can land a nice position, he'll he'll finish off nice and strong. Might take some driving from that draw, though. Gate three, you've got speed to your inside, a little bit of speed on your outside, so uh, you're going to have to be uh, alert at the start to, to find that good spot. Yeah, definitely. OK, what about Patchwork Jet in race five? This is a guy that you know well. He comes up with gate one. He does possess early speed. Wasn't all that far away last Thursday, so how do you rate his chances here tonight? Yeah, obviously, draw one helps him out a lot. Um, It'll be up to the trainer and what, what he wants to do tonight. Um, but he, he's a good chance. I, I, I feel like he's a better sit sprinter. But as I said, it'll be up to the trainer and how he's been training this week to what we do. OK, there's a few to your outside that have good form. So you do have options if you do look for that trail. Yeah, definitely. OK, well, that's Patchwork Jet Race 5. And then 3 Max in Race 6. This is a mare that's probably struggling to find her best form. Has she got any sort of chance here tonight? Um, it is a tricky draw. Um, she she does actually possess a nice turn of foot. There was one start I drove her there and she jumped out of her gear, so I just sort of let her roll around on her own and let her zip up the straight, and I was actually quite impressed with her. It's just she's one of them mares who, like... Um, can be 
a little bit moody and it depends on what mood she's in on the night. Okay. Are you likely to drift back and then drive for luck? Uh, yeah, that'll probably be playing with her. Okay. So a couple of good drives there. Which one do you rate as your best chance tonight? Um, Driving-wise, I'd say let's blaze because he, as I said, he can put in a nice last half and if there's a little bit of speed on early and over the longer trip, like they should hopefully run a little bit more even and that'll help him out. But out of training-wise, I'd say blissful day. Okay, hoping to go back-to-back -back blissful day. So that's race three, number nine, let's blaze. Race two, number six, blissful day. Jonah, really appreciate the time this morning. Best of luck tonight. All good, thank you. There's Jonah Hutchison uh, joining us, a uh, young guy that does a good job with his team of horses. Blissful day, as I said, last start winner. And uh, despite having that wide draw tonight, he's going to be right in the thick of the action again. And let's blaze. Uh, he continues to rack up really good sectionals. So he's not out of it despite having that second row draw. So hopefully there's a bit of insight for our listeners this morning. Uh, Brendan Barnes outlining Bondi Shake was his best chance. Darren Clayton, he's about to steer us into a winner or two. He joins us online now. Darren, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Uh, we've heard from Brendan Barton. We've heard from Jonah Hutchison. Uh, does that help you, or are you set on what you're doing tonight as far as how you play this meeting? Yeah, well, it was good to hear uh, Brendan's thoughts on Bondi Shake because I, I think he is a good bet in race number two. So um, definitely keen on his chances, race two, number two, Bondi Shake. In terms of a, um, a, a best bet on the card for me, um, I'm actually going to one of Jonah's drives, and that's race five, number one, Patchwork Jet. So you've given a good lead with both your guests. I thought Patchwork Jet uh, should appreciate this gate. Gets a good trip there from gate one. Hasn't been too far away of late. Uh, a good winner, a couple of runs back. It just profiles ideally for him, I believe. So race five, number one, Patchwork Jet. Okay, so race five, number one. That's the first leg of the quaddy, first leg of the double. So we can single him out if we were to play the quaddy tonight. Races six, seven and eight. Can you throw some numbers at us and uh, hopefully steer us into the quaddy? Yeah, well, in that first leg, Patchwork Jet's obviously the one I like if you're looking for a backup. Cannon, uh, he was a good winner on Monday night. So he's on the on the two-day backup, but it was a good win for Chloe Butler there on Monday. So we'll go one and three in the first leg. The second leg... Um, pretty keen on the chances number seven, Call Me Diva. We'll need a little bit of luck from the draw, but this is a big class drop. She tackled a Mayor's qualifier on Saturday night behind Oaxacan Dream. Just needs that luck from gate seven. Um, so we'll go one, two and seven in that second leg. But like I say, pretty keen on Call Me Diva if she gets that slice of luck. Pretty open the third leg, race seven. Calculated risk number four is the one I've marked on top there. Um, was worried out of it by Little D, who was also in this race tonight. Draws one gate outside her, the same as that race panned out a couple of runs back. So we'll go four and five in that uh, third leg, race seven. And in the last leg, uh, even though we've got a, a reasonably short price favourite here in Cobbety Castle, I don't think it's across the line at all. And I think we can play pretty wide um, naughty in heaven, a good gate speed mare draws well. Importantly, she hasn't had a gate for a few runs, so I can see her rolling along in front. Might just prove hard to run down. Cobbety Castle include her. Tick of the clock won't be far away. Chasing Dreams has been in good form as well. So playing wide there, two, six, seven, eight. 
Okay, so two, six, seven, eight. Repeating your numbers for the quaddy tonight at Reckler. We start with race five. You're keen on patchwork, Jed, but just for some added insurance, you're going to put in number three. So one and three in that first leg. Second leg, race six, numbers one, two, and seven. In race seven, the third leg, numbers four and five. And race eight, the final leg of the quaddy, you bring it home with numbers two, six, seven, and eight. So we're looking at two times three, six, 12, 12 times four, 48 bucks. That's how I had it panned out. Yep. Right. And if you, could, so, you could half that if we if you go one out with Patchwork Jet. Okay. So here's your best bet: Race Five, Number One, Patchwork Jet. You also like the chances of Bondi Shape. Was there anything else at this meeting that uh, caught your eye? I thought uh, if we could probably strike early, Chris, and it's a horse that um, figure form not really showing much, and that's uh, Race One, Horse Two, Kurahapo Gambler. This is a guy that loves to roll up on the speed at Redcliffe. Hasn't had those uh, conditions for a few starts now. Leonard Kane can get across cheaply from gate two, find the pegs there. I think he'll he'll take uh, plenty of catching, Will, uh, number two, Kurahapo Gambler. Obviously the favourite, Lisa Lincoln. Um, she's been in good form since resuming from a spell. And uh, there's a few others in that race. Little Change has a great record at Redcliffe as well. So there's a few there, but... Kira Harpo might just be able to pinch this from the front, and I'm pretty keen to play at that price of $6.50 and $2 a place presently on tab. Okay, so just repeating then your numbers. Race 5, number 1, Patchwork Jet. You like race 2, number 2, Bondi Shake. And maybe each way, race 1, number 2, Kira Harpo Gamble nice and early. There are a lot of punters that like to play that opening race at Reckless. So race 1, number 2, Kira Harpo Gambler. I mentioned we've got another Group 1 race coming through on Saturday night, the AP Gold Final, Cat King Cole. Uh, group 1s, they're, they're never, you know, uh, never given out. Uh, is, is this race at her mercy, though, on Saturday night? It, it certainly appears to be. I, I know we've we said we run into that um, same issue through the constellations. As a few, with uh, King of Swing, we said it was at his mercy and things didn't turn out that way, but... Uh, this is probably a different different kettle of fish here in terms of two year olds. They, you know, can be a little bit unpredictable at times. But Cat King Cole, she's just been the perfect racehorse in her six starts to date. So um, she gets gate one. She's got gate speed. She probably doesn't even have to lead to win. But outside of those uh, those drawn to her outside, I should say. There's probably nothing there that wants to take a look at her early anyway. So um, she gets a, an easy time in front. She can sprint home a quick last, last quarter, which will put it out of reach for, for those. I, I can't see her getting beat. She's a classy filly. She's on up. And um, this is her grand final. She had two two races they were particularly keen on setting her for. One was the triad. That's been a uh, a successful mission now into this race and uh, she just looks to have this wrapped up already. OK, well, currently with Tab, fixed odds prices are up for this race on Saturday night. She's at uh, $1.12. Next best, I Am Sparta, the other heat winner, $9. My ultimate, Levi, at $9.50. And then we're going out to uh, much longer odds. So that's as short as you'll see in a Group 1 race, Cat King Cole, but she's an exceptional filly. And uh, she's looking to pick up her third feature race win for the season. Breeders Classic, uh, the Triad, and uh, aiming for this AP Gold. It can throw up a good, uh, good horse this race. So uh, we've seen Muscle Factory, Expensive Ego in recent times. So a good horse can come from this race. Yeah, certainly can. And 
full credit to the to the breeders in Queensland or and and those that get put through this Brisbane sale. So, like you say, it throws up a good horse. Expensive Ego has been a, a really good horse, and uh, Muscle Factory. Well, we probably didn't get to see the absolute best of him, but uh, that two-year-old win when uh, that race was it the race in this race where uh, he absolutely obliterated his rivals. And I think your call was um, they're looking for resuscitation or something along those lines. Yeah, that was the one. That was the one. He won by about 50 metres that night and went uh, unbelievably fast time for a two-year-old. So, yeah, I don't think Cat uh, King Cole's going to be out to run any sort of time like Muscle Factory was that night, but it'll be great to see her uh, wrap up a fine juvenile season. She's been the standout performer up here, uh, boys or girls. So that's going to be the highlight on Saturday night. Speaking of Saturday night, each and every Friday, you're going to join us now, Darren. We'll uh, we'll speak with Jared Daffy, go through all the market movers. But each and every Friday now, we'll have a bit of a, a form talk about the main Metro meeting, Albion Park, this Saturday night. We've got the Group 1 race. So looking forward to that. You'll pull apart that race because I'm pretty sure there's going to be a fairly sizable jackpot for that race as well. So it'll be a, a good race to play with such a short price favourite. But looking forward to that each and every Friday morning now, doing all the early form for the Albion Park Saturday night meeting. Yeah, looking forward to it, Chris, and we'll have a, a few little uh, um, things that we'll talk about and, and things that we'll run through in picking apart those races. So looking forward to that. Race one, it's going to be a, a great race, but we'll talk about that on Friday, no doubt. Colt 31, Kenny bounce back from gate seven. Yeah, it's going to be a, a fascinating race on the weekend, a great way to start the Metro cut. Darren, as always, appreciate the time. Best of luck tonight at Redcliffe. Thanks, Chris.